Trista. And I'm Crystal. And I didn't write anything, so I don't know the topics today. So, um, as everyone well knows, because they just clicked on this episode, I'm going to be talking about Medusa, or the story of Medusa, the snake-headed gorgon of Greek mythology that we all know and love. But um, I actually have a special section after that that's about a different Medusa, even though it's not related to mythology, that is really fun and exciting and really terrible. I don't know what that means. Okay, Okay, so it's about a shipwreck of a ship called the Medusa, so it's more of a history lesson. It's not mythology, but it's so freaking horrifying that I think... It warranted talking about. Okay. <laughs> so, um, it's also worth noting that, um, my hair, when I do not straighten it, has a strong resemblance to Medusa. Okay, <laughs> it's definitely true. So, um, Medusa was said to be the only mortal human in a family of monsters. Um, her and her sisters were the daughters of two sea deities, Forces, which is maybe not how you're supposed to say it, but it is what it is, and Keto. Um, early Keto is a cool name. It's also a diet. Um, oh. early, <laughs> early accounts have all three sisters as being monstrous winged creatures, but by the 5th century BCE, the story went that Medusa was um, terrifying and beautiful, oh. um, and just her sisters were hideous monsters. So, um, I don't know. It's like suck being one of the sisters and hearing everyone go like, there's this sister is beautiful and horrifying and all the rest are just ugly. (laughs) Well, they were all terrifying and and stuff, but they... I'm sure, I'm sure they looked lovely, okay? I mean, yeah. They had wings, so who really cares what you look like? Um... But anyways, she was so beautiful, in fact, that Poseidon, the god of the sea, decided that he wanted to sleep with her, which is not surprising because all the Greek gods were just sleeping with everyone. Um, The problem was that they had sex in Athena's temple, which is actually weird to me because, like, if he is the god of the sea and she's the daughter of some ancient sea god and goddess, like, why were they even on land? Well, I've heard that it was because she was like practice or praying or something at the temple or she was like a follower of Athena or whatever and then Poseidon just showed up and she was like just chilling there praying yeah so there's a lot of different um things I'll get into that because yeah there's different different definitely different interpretations we'll say okay so um It was also kind of a dick move by Poseidon because he already had a rivalry with Athena and she was known as, like, the virgin goddess. And so going in her temple to have sex with Medusa was, like, a desecration. So Athena was super pissed and turned Medusa's beautiful hair, which was said to have been, like, her best feature. And in a lot of stories, it was, like, she had, like, beautiful red hair. Yeah. Um... Anyways, she was said to have turned it into snakes and cursed her so that anyone she looked at would turn to stone because she was so hideous. So I don't know why Athena only punished Medusa and not Poseidon, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so fast forward and Perseus goes on a quest which was basically a dare to bring back the head of the only mortal Gorgon, Medusa. And some of the gods heard about this quest and they gave Perseus some divine gifts to help him out. Athena gives him a reflective shield, um, he had a helmet of invisibility from Hades, and winged sandals from Her Hermes. Most stories say that he was able to behead Medusa while she was sleeping. However, Medusa was pregnant with Poseidon's children at the time, so they sprang out of her neck when she was beheaded. Ah. When she was beheaded, because ancient writers had no concept of uh, women's reproductive organs, apparently. So those children were Pegasus and Chrysor. I don't, I don't know how to say that what's name. The other, what's Chrysor? That was. That was another of her children. She had but twins. Like, do you say like there's pe the Pegasuses and then there's yeah. So Pegasus was a winged, um, obviously a winged horse. Yeah. That was her child, and I don't know why she was giving birth to horses, but it is what it is. And Creosaur was like a giant who had like a golden bow or something. I can't remember the details. He came out with the golden bow. Apparently so. I mean. <laughs> It was, it was a rough birth. It, they came out of her neck. Times were hard. So Perseus flew off with his little winged sandals, and Medusa's family couldn't find her to avenge her death because he had a helmet of invisibility. So he made it to safe, or he oh, made it safely for away. For some reason I interpreted that, that when he put on the helmet, only his head would disappear. <laughs> and so when you said it's really, so really troubling if you just... Had a headless dude flying around with his winged sandals, but he had no head. But, so when you were like, um, the family couldn't find him, I was like, just look for the headless dude. Like, it's not that hard. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he made it safely away, carrying her head in a bag because it still contained the power to turn people to stone even after her death. On his way home, he used her head to turn several people into stone that he got into disagreements oh, with. Just, just for fun? Uh, he just, like, got in, you know, arguments with people and was like, I'm just gonna turn them to stone. You know, I That's do what I want. That's way to end an argument. He, he seems, honestly, okay, let me just finish. So, um, he also, one of the people he turned to stone was the Titan Atlas, and... How did you get into an argument with a Titan? I don't know, because honestly, like, they say when the Titan, or when Atlas was turned to stone, he formed the Atlas Mountains in Africa. So, like, you're just picking fights with somebody that is the size of mountains, like a mountain range. Like, it's kind of just stop being an ass. So, um, also any drops of blood that fell from her, um, her head while they were traveling caused a bunch of terrifying snakes to spring up from the ground. Like, particularly... Uh, vipers in Libya, as the story goes. Oh. So, um, after all his adventures, Perseus ended up giving Medusa's head to Athena, which she used to decorate her shield. The drops of Medusa's blood that were left um, were said to either take people's lives or bring people back from the dead, depending on which side they were taken from. So you really wouldn't want to mix those two sides up, I feel like. They were like, oh, I think it was like the right side... Um, would bring people back to life. The left side would uh, kill people. So, I mean, be careful. Yeah. Um, anyways, I feel like Medusa was just living her life and Perseus just rolls in and murders her in her own home while she's pregnant. So, I don't know why yeah. he's the hero of this story. Uh, there are a lot of different modern interpretations of the myth's origin. The most realistic is that 
The action of Perseus beheading Medusa recalls an actual invasion where early Greeks overran um, this goddess's shrines and stripped their priestesses of their ceremonial gorgon masks. Um, but whatever the origin, Medusa's stories become a symbol of female rage, um, especially because there's no suggestion that she ever turned a woman to stone. Um, it's very entwined with, like, f feminist um, iconography. <laughs> a lot of feminists use Medusa as um, an icon, I guess, in the culture, in different um, artwork. Mm, okay. And identify with her. So, um... Hold on, where was I? Other interpretations of the myth discuss that Medusa was raped by Poseidon, and that the traumatic event turned her into a terrifying, deadly version of herself, which is why her myth was brought up here and there in the Me Too movement. I also heard that, um, uh, I've heard... Um, a different version, like, everywhere I go, mm -hmm. um, where he, yeah, he raped her in the temple, and then Athena, all the gods were, like, um, all, and so all the gods were pressuring Athena to be, like, well, your follower just broke your rules, like, are you gonna punish her or not? And then so Athena was, like, well, Kind of. And so to, like, avoid having all the gods angry at her and then unrightfully punishing Medusa, she cursed her or whatever to protect herself or something. I've heard that version a lot. Okay. I mean, that makes more sense because, honestly, it's like... So, like, instead of her being, like, um, instead of... Oh, I just got the names mixed up. Instead of Athena cursing Medusa, it was kind of like a gift. Like, here, you can turn dudes to stone now to protect yourself. Yeah, and that kind of goes with the um, the idea that she, after she was raped, she, um, you know, turned into this terrifying pers person entity that could kill men by looking at them. Um and on, it, that actually, that version speaks better of Athena, because I was just like, why is she being such a bitch? <laughs> I mean, from the very few things I've heard, I like Athena. Yeah. She seems like I mean, we have a, a cat named Athena, because... <laughs> I know, I chose that name. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, in short, the Medusa myth is super cool, and there are definitely times that I wish I could turn some people into stone just by looking at them. But, um, I also wanted to add another story onto this, even though it's not a myth, it's a historical event, but it is one of the most horrifying ordeals I've ever read about, and that is the shipwreck of the French ship, the Medusa, in 1816. Sounds familiar. It might be. I've read a couple books about it, because I'm a glutton for punishment, apparently. So, the ship had about 400 passengers on it. Unfortunately, it had a very incompetent captain who was given that position as a political favor, not because he actually knew how oh, to be a captain. No. The ship was headed to Senegal, and the best route was further out to sea because there were a lot of sandbars um, around the coast that a ship could run aground on, but this idiot captain disregarded all the warnings because he wanted to get there faster. So unsurprising... I'm a politician. I know what I'm doing. He's like, I, I can't be taken down because I'm a spoiled brat who's never been told no in my life. Mm -hmm. So unsurprisingly, the ship ran aground near the bank of Arguin, 
which I don't actually know exactly where that is, but it's a, it was about 31 miles from the coast. So the ship was not carrying enough lifeboats for all of the passengers. Surprising. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, they proposed making a couple of trips back and forth and, like, ferrying the people oh. um, to bring everyone to shore, but after a storm nearly broke up the ship, they decided to build a large raft about 66 feet long and 23 feet wide Yikes. out of the deck of the ship, and the oh. plan was to have the other lifeboats all tow this giant raft so everyone could go to shore in one trip. Awesome. So. It's not smart at all. It's horrifying. What? So, not smart? No, it's horrible. Just hold on. So, 146 men and one woman boarded the raft with very few supplies and no means of steering. 17 men decided to stay with the wreck and wait for rescue, and the rest boarded into the lifeboats. So, it was basically like the lowest people by rank had to go on the raft. And then all the people who had, like were of higher social standing they got to go in the lifeboats so um the crews in the lifeboats began to fear the desperate mob on the raft which was extremely unsturdy and quickly realized that towing the giant raft was impractical so because i mean keep in mind these aren't like motor boats it's 1816 mm-hmm. you're rowing your ass to shore for 31 miles and you're dragging 146 people yeah, on a giant but it's worth it to save everyone exactly it, but like it'd be a pain in the ass but you're i feel not like gonna the only people who survived this had to have been just psychopaths so anyways i'm a little nervous it's it's so bad and i'm sorry that you have to know this story <laughs> So, anyways, um, so the crews in the lifeboats, they were fearing the desperate mob, blah, 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 and they quickly realized towing the raft was impractical. So, after only a couple miles, the tow ropes were cut and the raft was left with no means of navigation. So, they had 31 miles to go. They only made it, like, two miles. And... Before they gave up what? Before they... Yeah, it's awful. So, the lifeboat, um... All, everyone on the lifeboats sailed safely to the coast. The situation on the raft deteriorated immediately. On the first night, uh, 20 men were killed from fights breaking out or suicide. As a storm rolled in, only the center of the raft was secure because they just threw this together in like a couple hours. It's super sketchy. Um, and dozens died trying to get to the center of the raft or by being swept overboard by the waves. Okay, I guess... If, um, okay, so, so I, f- oh, go ahead. I feel that if, um, the people had been a little bit more considerate or like s- smart or, you know, had humanity, um, the plan would have worked. <laughs> yes. Um, it's just everyone was out for themselves and obviously the people on the raft did not trust the people in the lifeboats and with good reason. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> It was a vicious cycle that led to just horror. Yeah. So anyways, um, they had almost no supplies, and by the fourth day, only 67 were still alive. So they started with, like, I said 146, I think, um, that were on the raft, and um, some resorted to cannibalism to survive. Mm -hmm. I see. So on the eighth day, just like the Donner Party, where we live... So, um, on the eighth day... You're just gonna tell everyone where we live, Mom? Well, in in the general region of the Donner Party. <laughs> so, on the eighth day, the weak and wounded 
um, were thrown overboard and only 15 remained. So all of them who survived until they were... All, I'm sorry, all 15 of them survived until they were rescued four days later. So basically, like, those 15 were all complete psychopaths. What um, happened to the one woman? Did she die? I'm assuming so, because... Yeah, actually, yes, she did. Because I read this book, but it was probably about ten years ago. Which, mm. I'll, it gets into much more detail of everything. Okay. So if you want to be traumatized. Cool, um, I'll read it. But uh, five of those 15 died in the next few days from the ordeal. So, like, they were so dehydrated and so ill and weak that they ended up dying anyways even after they were rescued. Oh, that sucks. So, so only um, 10 survived. Yes. So when they finally got back to the original shipwreck 54 days later, which this douchebag captain did not go right back to rescue the 17 men who were left behind. He only went back that much later because there was still gold on the ship. Oh. So they went back to get gold. And that's when they found that only three of the 17 who stayed behind were still alive. Oh. So it was such a harrowing Did disaster. they result to cannibalism as well? I do not remember. Um, mm. I'd have to look it up. But, um... Now I don't know where I was at. Dude went back to get gold from a ship. Only three people out of the 17 were alive. Oh, yeah. So it was such a harrowing disaster. And to really understand how bad it was, I recommend The Wreck of the Medusa by Jonathan Miles. Um, in the end, this douche, douchebag captain... I said douchebag. That's <laughs> weird. Um, only received three years in jail, but it did result in laws ensuring that promotions in the French military would be based on merit and not who your daddy's friends with. So, there's also a famous painting called The Raft of the Medusa that you should look up, and that is uh, both of my Medusa tells. Oh. Pretty compact. You, like, said that this... It was a pretty... I feel bad for all the people that died, but you, like, made it sound like I was going to be traumatized just from hearing the story. I'm traumatized from reading the book, and I just gave you a very condensed version of it, but it was... Well, elaborate a little bit, then. No, it was an actual nightmare. Well... Like, just read the book. I'm not going to talk about it. Do you think they're going to go... Come on, I'm Mom. trying to bury my trauma from reading this book. Well, then why'd you just bring it up again? Because you can... You can read it. What? I just recommended the book. Well, I recommend that you go into a little bit more detail. No. <laughs> okay, fine. You know what? If you don't want this podcast episode to, you know, be interesting, it's fine with me. Okay. You're just going to let everyone down? Yep. So anyway, um... This is the first time in, like, a year where we have had two episodes that aren't, like, four months apart, so congratulations to us. You're gonna jinx it, because you said that. No, I just have to, like, celebrate where there's celebrations to be had. (laughs) Thank you for the clap. You're welcome. So, um, you should write something next time. Maybe. Send us your suggestions of what you want to hear about at uh, forensicmythology at gmail.com. Bye.